All right, let's get to it. Welcome back. We're back. Yes, we're back. Fuck yeah, we're back. CJ Palmisano. Welcome back to Fan Speculation, everyone. Sorry for taking a week off, but we're back now, so who gives a fuck? We got a lot to get into, so we need to catch up on what happened last week with The Bad Batch with Episode 7 and 8. And we're going to be getting into Loki's episode two and three. That's what this whole episode is going to be about. If any news you want us to talk about, sorry, you're shit out of luck. Anyway, so we're going to kick things off. Let's just get right into the Bad Batch. Oh, really quickly. I was actually listening to our previous week, the two week of, weeks ago episode. Okay. There was a story we did not tell. Which is? It involves your dad. Oh, the Mercedes. It involves me. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's tell that story real quickly because I said we'd say that at the end and we oh. completely forgot to. Okay. All right. We'll tell it from our point of view. So mm-hmm. why don't you start this off because you're the one who contacted me when this happened. All right. So what, what was that, like 17? We had to be at least 17 or 18 at years least old. 17 or 18. We were driving. I, uh, I remember my my dad had – it was a it was a weekend and – my my dad and I were working on stuff in the backyard. And oh, it was a Sunday. I remember because I was going to my grandparents in Union. There you go. All right. So, and, yes. Uh, my dad had had a few beers and he decided to take a nap. <laughs> so, I thought it might be a good idea to take the car out for a joyride, this Mercedes. This is your mom's, right? It was my mom's Mercedes. And yeah. your mom was not around. My mom was not in town. She was away on business. <laughs> and I call CJ and I'm like, yo, I'm coming to pick you up. I got the Mercedes. We take the Mercedes. Like, fuck yeah. I picked him up. We were doing illegal speeds on the highway. We were going up 17 North. We 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 didn't make it that far, though. No, 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 no. So, like, if any, any of you know um, 17 North in Bergen County, New Jersey, we got on the highway and we made it all the way up to the White Castle where the U-turn is. Yeah, hell yeah. The second we were going to that U-turn, Vinny's dad called him. Mm-hmm. And we, he's like, oh, hold on. My dad's calling me. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like. Vincent, where's the Mercedes? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I have it. I went to get food with CJ. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'll come back right now. So we come, we we make it back to the house. I had my own car. It's just fun to drive something that's not yours. Oh you know? yeah. So uh, it's not every day. You I wasn't worried about Mercedes. Wasn't worried about driving you home. So I get back to the house and my dad's got comes up the driveway and he's got no fucking shirt on. He's in his underwear. <laughs> wait, wait. If I remember correctly, he's got a bathrobe. His boxers, a glass of scotch in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whiskey, whatever he was drinking. And I think a tank top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> something classic Italian. So <laughs> he's like, he's like, Vincent, where's the Mercedes? And I, it was literally right to our left in the driveway. Bursted out the door. Ben's yeah. got two doors in his, at his parents' house. And boom, his dad kicks open the glass door. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, where's the Mercedes? I was like, it's right there. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh. Okay, don't tell your mother. <laughs> I was like, hey, I, you know. I, I remember he's like, oh, okay, don't tell your mother. Yeah, yeah. Sip, sip so- scotch. <laughs> and then we're just hanging out for, and I'll hang out with you for a little while longer before I go to my grandparents. Me and Vinny are literally just watching TV, just chilling, hanging out. And his dad runs in the living room again. Vin, where's the key? Yeah, like, yeah. What'd you say to him? It was on the hook. It's on the hook, dad. Oh, yeah. okay. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, we didn't plan on it. <laughs> and... <laughs> This is one of, like, I had met your dad very briefly when we first met. It was very, very little, very brief, very, yeah. very brief. 
this is around the time where like you know me and you me and you were hanging out like all the time mm-hmm. we're seeing each other almost every day and it's one of the times I'm actually getting to know your dad a little bit oh yeah and he's fucked up <laughs> he's all fucked up <laughs> drinking on a Sunday <laughs> as you do as tradition yeah. as Italians do hello <laughs> that's the Italian gong <laughs> anyway yeah that was that was a story we forgot to mention in the previous episode that's right, so that's, that's a right. story anyway Enough of that rambling. Now we're going to get into Loki and the Bad Batch. First, we're going to talk about the Bad Batch. That's right. Okay, so my theory as of the previous episode was that Trace and Rafa had contacted Bail Organa. Mm -hmm. Boy, was I wrong. Yep. And how did I not even think of Captain Rex? I don't know. We said earlier... So obvious we didn't want to believe it. We said earlier in the season, in in the episodes for for the podcast, that Rex has to show up in some capacity. I just didn't think... I think it the robes the robes were to throw us off to make us think it's not Rex. Yeah. So Rex showing up can finally be a surprise. At least that's how I see it. Yeah. Well, but was it really a surprise? We were predicting that Rex was going to come into the mix like almost throughout the entire show. I was still surprised of how he showed up because again the robes very subtle, you know, very yes. cliche thing, mm-hmm. but it worked. Yeah. I didn't know Rex was coming. So cool. I'm happy. Um, you know, they're in the. Uh, the Bad Batch just did another job in the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. and Sid pays Echo, Hunter, and uh, Tech, while Pryor, uh, Wrecker, and Omega go get snacks or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. it makes the kid happy. And then Omega's looking like, dude, are you really throw me under the bus here? Hunter's like, oh, the kid, eh? Yeah. Fine, go. Ha, ha, let's go. So Sid pays the Bad Batch their, their, their credits, but, excuse me. It's like not even that much. It's like mm-hmm. three or four credits, and however much the credits are worth, we don't know. And Hunter's like, the, "You said the job pays three times this," and Sid's like, "Yeah, for me. Plus, you owe me a lot. Of my, you owe me a lot of credits anyway. Like, for what?" And then she shows she shows a bill. Like, where's all this coming from? It's because every time Hunter and Omega are done with a mission, they go get those snacks and a bunch of other shit. And Wrecker says, oh, just put on Sid's tab. Oh, shit. That's so right. it's because they're spending all these credits that they don't have. Sid is taking them from them, from mm-hmm. the job payments. Yep. I'm like, son of a bitch. And we go back to the bar. We see this hooded figure, as we saw saw before. You know, the guys like those alien dudes are like, oh, get out. You're in my spot. He doesn't hear you. Fights him, takes him down. It's Captain Rex. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, Rex is back. It's like, Captain Rex? Oh, great. Another clone, Sid says. So all the guys are hanging out, all the the, ba- uh, the, the Bad Batch members and, and Captain Rex are hanging out, talking, drinking. And Rex is explaining, you know, what... Tr- well, he's explaining. He's kind of not explaining. He's like, well, I'm alive. He's like, he kind of tells them the story about what happened. And, you know, um, Tex says, according to Empire Records, you're not even supposed to be alive. You're dead. He's exactly. like, well, I prefer it that way. Wrecker comes back in with Omega. He's like, oh, Captain Rex. And Omega's confused. He's like, I thought you guys didn't like Rex. He's like, we locked this one. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice feel-good moment, but then we see Wrecker's head starting to hurt again. Yep, yep. And Rex knew it right away. He's like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, it's nothing, a headache. And they find the inhibitor chips. He's like, if you have those inhibitor chips, they are dangerous and you are a threat. And it's... You see how, like, 
Rex is getting PTSD because he knows what the inhibitor chips do. He's seen what happened. We, as the viewers, know that mm-hmm. Rex and Ahsoka Os- Ahsoka had to bury those clone troopers. Yep. You know, they had to bury they had to bury Rex's brothers, and he's just he doesn't want the same thing to happen to the Bad Batch. Yep. So they go to a planet where they have this Jedi vessel, where it's the same machine where Ahsoka was able to get uh, Rex inhibitor chip out. Mm-hmm. If you remember correct, if, if you saw in this episode, there were references to fives in this episode. Do you remember? Oh yeah, all over the place. When Rex and uh, Echo were talking, he was saying like, you know, I remember talking about these inhibitor chips when fives. When Fives was going nuts about them, he's like, "Yeah, it's too bad we couldn't, we didn't see it soon enough." Yeah, I love the subtle little references there. It's back to Clone Wars in yeah. general. Also, Omega could tell that Rex was a Generation One. How did you know that? How does Omega know that? Because she said, "Because of the lines in your face." Uh, Rex is aging. That's right. He's getting older. So we learned that Omega doesn't have an inhibitor chip, um, which kind of goes without saying, considering you know. She's a special clone, and the Kaminoans have big plans for her. But we predicted something something to this ilk of Wrecker going crazy. Yeah. We knew he was going to lose his shit. We knew he was going to lose his shit, and right as Tech is about to get ready to get this inhibitor chip out of him, he just grabs Tech's hand, says, you're in direct violation of Order 66. Yep. I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't kill Wrecker. Don't kill Wrecker. And he's going after Omega, and he's scared, and he's trying to kill her, too. It's, It was so suspenseful. Yeah, it was It was a pretty crazy episode because it takes place in, like, a derelict freighter. Mm-hmm. You know? It takes place in, a, in a, basically a Star Destroyer graveyard. Yeah, pretty much. And <clears throat> like, I, It might as well have been out of the movie Alien. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Pretty much. And there was even a creature in the water. Mm-hmm. Just like similar. That was the garbage. That was a garbage compacting monster from. Um, yeah. From. I was New Hope. the exact same thing. Hunter saw. He's like, text like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And Hunter's like, stay above the water. Yep. And Wrecker got taken by that thing. <clears throat> he got again right before he went crazy. He had his head hit again. Um, and it was Rex who finally stopped Wrecker, and they all got, and the Bad Batch all got their inhibitor chips. Out of their heads. Yep. Now they're all safe. So now they're all safe. Everybody's okay. Wrecker apologizes to Omega. And then, you know, we've completed the mission. Everything's as tradition. And she had little snacks in her pocket. So we see the very close relationship that Omega and Wrecker have together. Mm -hmm. Um, Rex is, once he's done helping them get the inhibitor chips out of their heads, he has to go on his own journey. And Hunter says, Captain, if you ever need us, you know where you know how to find us. Yeah, there Rex you go. gives him a salute and leaves. The next thing we see, those what should we call it? Those scavengers. They contact the Empire. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah. Whatever the fuck those things are called. The Empire gets contacted, and of course it's Crosshair who gets mm-hmm. contacted. Of course it's Crosshair whose troops finally go, came back into the series. Yeah, I mean it's it's about time he came back. What's been four or five episodes? Yeah. I have to say, getting more into the description in a few minutes, that with these past two episodes of Bad Batch, I'm invested again. Because before, I was dangling the yeah. string. Yeah. It was hard for me to get invested in the rest of the other episodes. Yep. Because it was just so much filler. I know. I mean, especially like the episode, it was when they went to go get the Rancor, and then they have to go get this droid head. I'm like, yo, come the fuck on, man. Yeah. Now I'm glad things have finally started to pick up. 
And it's ironic how one of the filler episodes included the filler characters of Trace and Rafa. Yeah, right. <laughs> they are. They were filler characters before, and now they're even more. Yeah, I, I was saying to uh, f- uh, f- uh, well, old old friends of ours in high school, seeing them recently, saying that um, I could not imagine because I didn't watch Clone Wars week to week when the new se- when the final season came out last year. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine having to sit through that every week for like three episodes or four episodes they were in episodes with Ahsoka. Yeah. I'm glad I binged the whole fucking thing and I'm just like, I wasn't really paying attention. I was like, when are I going to fucking, when's the good shit going to happen? <laughs> when are we going to get back to stuff like the Bad Batch? Anyway. I almost so, want to rewatch Mando just to watch live action Ahsoka. Yeah, Rosario Dawson was great. Mm-hmm. She was so fucking great. Um, so we get, again, I, I, I mean, we've talked about it before. I don't think Ahsoka's showing up. I don't think she will. Mm, no. Nah. I don't think we'll see Ahsoka again at least until the uh, the series. I don't think we'll see her even in an animated form. Yeah, probably not. So the scavengers see the Bad Batch. They contact the Empire. They go down there and then with Crosshair and his troops. And, we, and I was right that it was the Kaminoans who are hiring not just Fennec Shand... But bounty hunters in general, yeah. where the prime minister of Camino said any one of these bounty hunters are good enough to try and get Omega back to us. Ugh. So you're like, shit. Other, they're hiring other bounty hunters. Who, like, who else are we gonna say? Well, we'll get to we'll get to who we saw in a few minutes. So Crosshair, obviously, he finds he finds Hunter Omega in the Bad Batch. He finds them. He's able to decipher their maneuvers. He's able to you know know where they're going every chance they go. They're able to outsmart him in the jet turbine, I think it was. Yes. Where it explodes and he just goes flying everywhere. And he hits his head really, really hard. To the point where when they bandage him up, he's got bandages around his head. Mm-hmm. So Wrecker, Echo, and Tech, I think, are fighting off some clone, uh, other clone troopers or stormtroopers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Hunter's trying to escape with Omega. And who do we see... But Cad Bane. That's right. Cad fucking Bane is back. Like a real space cowboy. It's like, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Cad Bane... He's alien Clint Eastwood. Yeah, pretty much. He's alien Clint Eastwood. So... He even talks like Clint Eastwood. So, before the Clone Wars series and in Star Wars canon, Jango Fett was considered to be the best bounty hunter in the entire galaxy. Jango? Jango, yes. Okay. Jango's dead... Step up, Cad Bane. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. To give a brief history on Cad Bane, he is a he is a character that was introduced in the Clone Wars series. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has fought many Jedi, and he knows how to kill them. He uh, he is famous for trying to kidnap the Chancellor. Where in the episode where Obi Wan Kenobi fakes his death and impersonates as the bounty hunter who <coughs> killed him mm-hmm. to try and get in prison to infiltrate Cad and arrest him. Mm-hmm. So Cad Bane is also he uh apparently he was also remember he was assigned to kill uh Zero the Hut? Yes. Yeah, because Zero had a lot of secrets on the mm-hmm. Hut family and I wonder if we're going to ru- have a run in with him and Boba in the Book of Fett. There and I was texting with you about this the other day. I was saying that there is a deleted scene out there. It's out there you can watch it. It's all like it's unfinished animation. But remember, Boba Fett, young Boba Fett, met Cad Bane in the Republic prison. 
There is a scene where mm. Boba Fett is wearing his armor for the first time, and he has a shootout Western brawl with Cad Bane. I love that. And Boba, I love every fucking second of that. And Boba wins. Now, we do not know if this is canon or not canon anymore. Now, this easily could still show up in an animated form. Like, let's say the Bad Batch continues and Boba Fett shows up in that in a future episode of the Bad Batch. It could happen. Or it could happen. It could happen in the book of Boba Fett, like you said. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a flashback series. Now, it would be pretty cool to see Cad Bane in a live-action format. I think it would be really awesome. That would be pretty sick. I also learned that, you know, that mask he has? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, like, you know, like the thing around his neck. A lot of people say that's to help him breathe better. Oh. I just it, figured it was it, like a communicator of some sort. No. It, and people are kind of wrong about what I just said, though. It's not necessarily to help him breathe, but he learned that Jedi and Sith that he encountered know, know the ability of force choke. Oh, and it prevents that. It helps him give more oxygen so oh. he can escape the force choke and have an advantage over his Jedi opponent. Fuck. I know. He's he's fucking he's so crafty, Cad. So what? the only thing he's missing is, is uh, Beskar armor. Pretty much. That's the only thing he's missing. So, as we said, we saw, we see Cad Bane and Hunter have this, like, Western-style shootout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Cad Bane was just too quick for Hunter. That's right. Hunter gets uh, Cad's little droid that he has with him, and they take Omega. The rest of the Bad Batch find Hunter, and Hunter's like, they took her. I thought he died in that scene. I know. I was so worried. I'm like, no, not you know, Hunter. Like I said, no, they, no, play no. The fucking, they play the sad music, and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Did they fucking show <laughs> Hunter? They show Hunter laying on the floor, fucking lethargic. I know. They really, like, they've always really trying to sell you, yo, this, mo- this motherfucker's dead. This motherfucker's got, <laughs> this motherfucker got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, they find him, and now Omega's been taken by Cad Bane, and he was hired by the Kaminoans. We still don't know what the Kaminoans' whole ulterior motive is with Omega, but now this series has finally picked up for me, and I cannot fucking wait for Friday's episode. Hell yeah, because now we're going to see what we're going to see the damage that happened to Crosshair. Like officially, I, I guarantee we're going to see him without his bandages in the next episode. I think we're going to get a reverse version with Crosshair with his inhibitor chip, like Wrecker. Oh, instead of Wrecker's slowly enhancing. This is going to turn Crosshair back. And I think he's going to come back and join the Bad Badge before the season is over. Think so? I think that's going to happen. I mean, hmm. I would have pref- I would have preferred to see him a little more in this series, but I guess if they're going to do that and have him kind of be a dickhead, build him yeah, up to be back, back to be a good guy. His, his, his like, elite troops are not clones. No. Right? I mean, the, so he, maybe, did, he did have some clones with him. Yeah, but his elite troopers are not clones. No, they're not so clones. So I wonder if they help him get his chip removed. I don't know if the elite troopers do. Because they, they, in the last, before this past episode, the last episode Crosshair was in with the, with the just like skilled troopers. They're not clone uh-huh. troopers. He like, the story like gave them personalities. Yeah. You know, and then like, uh, he Crosshair shot one of them, and killed one of them. Yeah, but like he, they had they had morals. Yeah, they had morals. Crosshair was like a machine. He's just like, were their traitors were sent to kill them. Like, they're civilians. Let's take them in for questioning. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and Crosshair just kills him. And so she, so maybe they help him get back to normal. 
I don't know about that. The elite troop, because I mean, what's the reasoning for them wanting to turn Crosshair back to normal? I think it, may, it would make more sense if the Bad Batch was trying to do that. Oh, like they capture him and then I don't know about capture him, but maybe maybe Hunter and him are in a bit of a shootout, and he's like, "You, this isn't you, Crosshair. Come yeah, on, maybe. you're letting the, the the inhibitor chip is dangerous." And he was saying the inhibitor chip is dangerous, and he needs to get taken out of him. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I believe is going to happen with the next episode of Bad Batch. We're obviously going to, we're going to see Crosshair. The Bad Batch are going to make a rescue mission to save Omega. And the question is, will they survive? Is, is Wait, Bad this, Batch... This was episode 9? 8. 8. Fuck. We st- I, I st- I'm still not particularly sure how many episodes we're getting in this series. I think it's going to be 10. 10? Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily a mini-series either. I, I think it's... I, I I think episode nine and ten is going to take place on Camino. Yeah, I'd have to. Yeah, to try and but, but both. Yeah. So like the first episode is they get Omega back, and then the the last episode is Crosshair showing up in Camino. I would think it'd be a little bit of both. Why not? Excuse me. I would think like all that stuff would happen at the same time. There's still a lot we don't know about Omega. We, we all have the theories that she's a force sensitive clone. And that she that'd be crazy, and she does dude. And, she, and she does seem to appear to know a lot for such a young age, dude. If they're cloning, force wielding people, my question is how, and where have all of them gone? Where are they getting the? Because this all takes the, place the before blood, the original the blood. Three. Where are they getting the blood for this force sensitivity? Listen, if they start making force sensitive clones. It all has to come to an end eventually because this all takes place before the original three movies. And Jedi's are Jedi or Force wielders are a myth essentially. There's not that many in the. In, I mean, as we see in the canon of the original three, obviously we have Luke, Ahsoka Tano's out there, but we don't know. We didn't know about her at the time. She's an old bitch somewhere. Yeah, Kanan. Uh, well, Kanan's dead. Um, as we can see, Ezra is still out there. Mm-hmm. And the end of at the end of Rebels, it's. It's uh, Sabine and Ahsoka getting appear seemingly getting ready to go find Ezra and save him. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did see, I saw theories about you know, Dave Filoni ri- originally wrote for Jarrus Offee to be written off and killed in the wrong Jedi episode, hmm. but apparently he decided against it. And I remember seeing a meme where like it's where Palpatine's fighting Vader and uh, Savage Press. He's like, "I'm not going to kill you. I have." <laughs> bigger plans for you and it's Barris's head on Maul's body and Dave Filoni on Palpatine's body <laughs> <laughs> so and I, and I saw a concept art of Sabine Ahsoka and Barris in a ship together now this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because Barris turned the dark side at the end of, before in that episode in those episodes she mm. was trying to frame and kill Ahsoka well she was trying to frame Ahsoka and get her executed by the Republic which makes me wonder how the fuck is that going to make any sense? Yeah. Because I, I don't see that happening. I have no idea. I would love to see Ventress, though, in yeah. the Ahsoka series, mm-hmm. if that's possible. Imagine that's the villain, the main villain. Well, I think Thrawn's going to be the main villain. You think so? Uh, of, well, yeah, she was looking for Thrawn. Oh, Because, you know, I think the thing, seeing that if Thrawn survived, then Ezra survived, too, in that last battle that they had. Mm-hmm. Anyway... What what episode did you like better? Episode seven or eight of the Bad Batch? Eight for sure. I liked seven better. Really? Captain Rex and Wrecker going fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, I get it. 
I get it. It's a cool episode. It had like a horror slash thriller I was trying, thing to it. I had to try and think of a whole, the episode as a whole. Cad Bane showing up in that one moment was amazing. Don't get me wrong, but Rex is my favorite clone, as I've said many, many times. Mm-hmm. And the episode overall was building to record just going fucking crazy. Yeah, I, I could know. see that. It was the climax of a buildup. I think so. But still, Cad Bane, though. Hell yeah. I mean, that's just part of it. I mean, the other part is the final crosshair showing up, mm-hmm. chasing them through the ship, you know, cutting them off at every turn, only for them to, like, make an, an engine explode. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but overall, Bad Batch has finally picked up. Finally back. They have finally gotten back in their shit together. Mm-hmm. Filoni was, I mean, he's got to make these things episonic. It is a TV show, unfortunately. Yeah. Anyway, I love this. I cannot wait for Friday's episode. Some crazy shit's going to go down. It's crazy, crazy shit. We will see. And I'm excited for it. Anyway, let's get into Loki now. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the remainder of what this episode will probably be. And we'll probably go on more theories and tangents in this one, rather than, yeah. a, rather than necessarily a play-by-play as we did for Bad Batch, because... Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. L- let's get into the big things of episode two first. Okay. So, we see that Loki is now working with the TVA. Yeah, he's like he's like acclimated to the TVA. Yes. He has a jacket that says Variant, which, by the way, def- you're going to see those jackets mm-hmm. in Hot Topics, in, in box lunches, and FYEs if they're still around. Mm-hmm. The, the one in Gardens... Uh, not Garden State Plaza, Primus Park Mall. That one closed down, but they're still around, though. FYEs, you just gotta find you're, them. You're definitely gonna see those. You're jackets gonna see those jackets around everywhere. I would love to have one, but they're probably gonna be like eighty dollars. Yeah, something fucking unnecessary. But they do have like pretty cool Loki shit. I saw in a hot topic recently. They oh, got, they do already. They have TVA shirts. Oh, that's cool. They have um, with, with the Miss Miss Minutes. I think they had a Miss Minutes shirt. I'm not sure. Um, but they but they had a TVA shirt, Time Variance Authority. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, Loki, the TV logo, Loki, uh, sh- for on a shirt. They had the Avengers A in Loki's horns and the background of the green. That's that, pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, and there was one other shirt they had that was pretty cool, and I cannot remember what it looked like. I don't know. It'll come back to me later. But I'm loving the, lo- the seeing all the cool Loki merch. Uh, it's really, really fucking dope. Uh, so we're seeing all that, and as we see in the second episode, Miss Minutes is speaking to Loki, which we think is a recording, and she's like, come on, Loki, you know what this is. And he gives the answer to the question she asked. He's like, are you real or a recording? And she's like, uh, kind of both. She yeah, goes like, from is- a recording to an AI to where she responds to when Loki's trying to hit her. And I just, Miss Minutes is, is on up some shady shit. And we'll get to that in a little bit later when we get, we're doing a bit of a review of episode three. Okay. Because I have said that I think the TVA is up to no good. Mm-hmm. I At least, maybe not all of the TVA, but some of them. Mm-hmm. They're not telling the entire truth. So, as we see in this episode, it's a bit of a bonding episode for Mobius and Loki. Yeah. So, Loki's trying to prove himself. But we all know he's got an ulterior motive. We know mm-hmm. he's got a trick up his sleeve. We see that the Loki variant is able to manipulate people and control them somehow. And think of it this way. Uh, the Loki variant is able to take a piece of their subconscious into somebody else by simply touching them. Yeah. And they are able 
to control them. You know, like, think of it this way. Me and Vinny are sitting across from each other. If I have this ability, all I simply have to do is touch Vinny's head and then a piece of my mind can control him mm-hmm. and I can have him go to my fridge and get me another beer, essentially. Yeah. Which is what this Loki was doing as we learned in the, towards the end of episode two. Prior to this, Loki had a theory. He had a theory that if you go to an apocalypse and if you go and cause chaos in an apocalypse, yeah. an apocalyptic event, an event where in the, in, the, in the order of time people are going to die and there's nothing to do that you can do to save them. So he finds, he's like, Ragnarok. He's like, you're familiar with this. Goes to, to Mobius. He's trying to ease lunch. He's like, yes, Ragnarok. The destruction, destruction of, of the As- Asgard and its people. I'm very sorry. And Loki's like, yes, very sad. Anyway, <laughs> so he's like, take, if this was Asgard from him, takes the salad. He's like, no, no that's, that's my lunch. He's like, just hold on for a minute. Yeah. Theoretically, if I go to Asgard, I could push the, the Hulk off the Rainbow Bridge. I could set fire to the palace. And he's putting a bunch of salt and pepper in there. He's yeah, like, no, yeah. no, don't set fire to the palace. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can do whatever I want. And nothing would change because everyone is meant to die. And he's like, he tries to take Mobius's drink, but he's all out. Then he sees Casey. He's like, hey, you. He's like, let me borrow this for a second. Takes Casey's juice. And it doesn't matter because and puts a whole bunch of juice in Mobius's salad because... It's because there was everyone's supposed to die, pretty much. Yeah, that and it's, it doesn't, like, it doesn't it matter won't what derail the timeline. It, it won't derail the timeline because everyone's gonna die anyway. So mm-hmm. what does it matter? So he's like, take me there. He's like, I'm, what? What? So you can go back and escape to your home planet? No, not, don't take me to Ragnarok. Take me anywhere. Take me any apocalypse. It's like Loki. I've studied your whole life. You've literally stabbed people in the back fifty times. Mm-hmm. I'll never do it again. He's like, come on, Mobius. He's like, he's really trying to get Mobius' trust. He's really trying to show him, like, I care. Like, look, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you it's going to work. So where do they go? Pompeii. Yep. Loki and Mobius go to Pompeii. And it's like, all right, let's just try and make, you know, subtle things. Like, subtle. Like, you know, bird nervous noises. And <laughs> Loki's like, in Italian, saying, like, takes the goats out of the little, of the little pen so he's like be free my fine little friends and in Italian he seemed like hello my name is Loki and that is Mobius and we are the time variance authority I have dark tidings for all of you all of you are going to die and we know this because we are from the future oh yeah 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 we are from the future technically I mean the TVA because we know everything now I was thinking to myself Loki yeah he's from the future he's yeah. from before Pompeii but tell Mobius we don't know well do we because we did find a bit of a reveal in episode three. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But Loki's theory was correct. Nothing changed the timeline. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. He's like, and the TVA would never know we were here because the variant is hiding in different apocalypse-like timelines. So they're going to different times. Of They find out that they're in a, in a, a factory called Matchbox, which almost looks like a futuristic Costco yep. in 2050. And we see that the variant was, like we said, the projection, the, the, the uh, enchanting power and, to, and controlling the mind of other people and putting themselves in there. Yeah. Loki meets the variant through other people that the variant is controlling. And we see, you know, he's fighting him. He's like, I would never do this to me. And as the Loki is speaking to the, to the Loki we know, he's like, oh, now I understand why Thor found me so annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Loki's ulterior motive is to overthrow the overthrow the timekeepers and to control the TVA, apparently. Yep. Or so we think. Loki's a trickster, so we can't necessarily believe everything he says. That's my prediction. Okay. And we see, and I fucking called it, Lady Loki. Yep. Lady Loki, which we go, she goes to the TVA to try and kill Renslayer. Mm-hmm. She sees that her powers don't work in the TVA. Yep. So Lo- her and Loki are fighting. Renslayer comes with two of the Minutemen, and she's like, I'll kill him. It's like, go. Renslayer's like, go ahead. Yep. They go to an apocalyptic planet. There's the this moon is falling down. Uh, Lariat one. She's like, you picked one of the worst apocalypses for us to go. Mm-hmm. So, I know I'm rambling on here a bit, but what do you think is the Lady Loki's plan? Or as we now know her what, name as Sylvie. So from this episode, we've heard that Sylvie has been running away from the Time Police. She said basically since birth. Hmm. So that's some sketchy shit, number one. Yes. Was she a mistake? Like, was her birth the cause of a derelict timeline? Ooh, I didn't think about that. So she, her whole life, she's been she's been basically raised, and she taught herself her powers. Yes, she to taught hate the, enchant- the time police. She taught the enchanting power herself because Loki asked her, mm-hmm. "How did you learn how to do that?" I did it myself. You what? Yeah, I just th- I learned it on my own. There's a lot that we have to learn about Lady Loki, but I think that she was an actual mistake, not to be a joke about yeah. unplanned pregnancy, but she was a mistake that caused the derelict timeline. She comes from a timeline that got erased, and that's why she's been jumping from apocalypse to apocalypse. Mm, I like that a lot. Yeah, what if she was never meant to exist? Yep. And that's not something the TVA wanted to, to also, do. Also, spoilers, Loki's bisexual. Yes, Loki is bisexual. Sylvie and Loki were getting to know each other. I think I think Loki's going to bang Lady Loki because he can only love himself. <laughs> yeah. There's a funny meme my, uh, my buddy James sent me a few days ago. I sent it to Vinny um, where it's a scene where Sylvie is escaping the, mm-hmm. the, the big uh, department store. And the top caption of Loki says... If I have sex with myself, is it technically masturbating? And it goes to Sylvie and says, want to find out together? And it's like, sure, as he walks through the, oh, <laughs> the time yeah. portal. So, yeah, that's a really good theory, dude. That's yeah. really, really good. Well, yeah, what if she was never meant to exist and the TV air just like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. And she's going to have to run I think we're going to get, I, I told you, there's some type of Avengers Endgame type movie coming. There has to be. So with, with that being said, yes, Loki, Lady Loki, Thor, and Lady Thor, I think we're gonna see a team up eventually. And it's so gonna you be think like, you talk, you're, you mean Jane Foster in this sense? Yes, and it's gonna be called like Gods of Asgard or something like that. So you're thinking that Jane Foster will probably still be alive at the end of Love and Thunder? Oh, for sure. You okay. can't introduce a superhero and then kill them in the same movie. Um, Quicksilver. Uh, yeah, but we've seen him a hundred times since. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I think that's a really good theory. I like that a lot. What if Sylvie was never meant to exist and the TV are just like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> Not like, today, no. Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your tears, Gypsy. <laughs> the little Jewish woman is so evil you can barely see her horns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Borat, people. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Those of you are going like, oh my god, Vinny and CJ are so, are so insensitive. No, we're not. We're quoting fucking stop, movies. Stop trying to fucking cancel us and cancel yourself. 
I have a sense of humor. If you listen to us, you like us. You have a sense of humor. God damn it. Hell yeah. Anyway, so I like that theory a lot. So uh, Loki appears to uh, he took the what did she call it? That little little fucking time thing. Oh uh, fuck. Anyway, I can't remember. We Te- can't, teleporting device. Yes, the teleporting device, so they can jump from timeline to timeline. So it needs a big power source, and it needs to be charged. Only Sylvie knows how to charge it. Mm-hmm. So they go to some trailer, and she tries to bust in, and boom! This woman with like a like a big high like space cannon, like a Gauss rifle from yeah, Fallout Three, knocks her the fuck out. And Loki's just like, we are just merely travelers, and we don't we mean you no harm. And then Loki sees a picture of this man's of this woman's husband. It's like Patrice. Yes, my dear, it's me. It's been so long. You look as beautiful as that. Patrice mm-hmm. never said anything that nice to me. <laughs> and Just la- some ornery old lady with a shotgun, essentially. Sylvie's like, so was that elegance? Or is shut up? <laughs> so they need to get on a uh, get a big power source to re- to recharge this thing that they need to get back to the TV or at least get out of this timeline before they die. So Loki disguises himself as a guard. To get Sylvie onto the onto the train, the guards are very suspicious, and Sylvie uses her enchanting powers to mm-hmm. you know take over the guards. They can get inside, and this is where Sylvie and Loki have a very have a heart to heart moment and get to know each other a little bit. Yeah, Loki uh, says you know he learned his magic from his mother. Sylvie says she doesn't really remember her mother at all. She says very 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 little glimpses of of her mother from her mm-hmm. past. So, uh, you know, she's like, and Loki's like, oh, you're looking for, is there a, someone you are going to go after when they're all said is done? So, yes, a mailman from different uh, realities I've been having a long-distance <laughs> relationship with. Uh, I think Loki's like a certain bow, I think he said. Yeah, or and no, she, uh, some type of interest, love interest. Is there yeah, a love interest waiting for you or something? Yeah, that's to that effect. And Sylvie asks, like, what about you? Some lucky lady or bow at your side? He's like. Sometimes some little bit of both. So that is the way of seeing that Loki is bisexual. Cool. We're not going to get all up in arms about it. Nope, we are not. If Loki's bi, that's fine with us. Yeah. It's these things to just be normal. And it is what it is. Good for Loki. Anyway, so Loki uh, is just, again, they're having this heart to heart with, with Sylvie and Loki. And you see him... Make this magic. He's showing the magic that uh, Frida, his mother, mm-hmm. showed him, like making fireworks from his hands, you know. And they need to. He says they need to to rest because they have a long journey ahead to try and to try and get to the power source to charge this thing. Yeah, it literally seems like they're like it's, states away. It's a long way in this train. So, so and Loki's like, fine, you relax your way, I'll relax my way. They don't oh, still yeah. necessarily trust each other. Because they don't want to fall asleep in front of one another. One mm-hmm. another. Sylvie falls asleep. Loki is no longer in his guard uniform, he and gets, he's in his TVA uniform. Yeah, he gets fucking hammered. It's yeah, Loki gets fucked up, and he's singing this song. Tom Hiddleston, if that is, if there is very little effects on his voice, has a pretty nice singing voice. Yes, he does. It's very, very nice. It's very Lord of the Rings esque. Like yes. The end. You, well, CJ, you've seen Lord of the Rings. Parts of them, man. Have I, you Have you seen Return of the King? No. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings fans out there that are listening, it's basically like uh, it's like when Pippin is singing uh, to the to Faramir's father in Minas Tirith while the orcs storm the castles. 
Nerd! <laughs> I, uh, it's something I don't want to. I just don't have the time. I want to watch yeah, him. No. Anyway, so Loki like dedicates this song to Sylvie. He's got the hots for himself. <laughs> so he's like, to Sylvie, everybody. And he continues to sing the song. And it sounds, I said it sounds Gaelic because the music sounded Irish to me. Yeah, yeah. To me. Also, you know, Loki being, you know, wearing green all the time. <laughs> Look, he looks at Sylvie. Everybody's clapping. He looks at her, grabs his glass. Psh, another! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we got the Asgardian shit in there. Hell yeah. And Sylvie is pissed off naturally because Loki is drunk. She's like, people are staring at you. It's like, it doesn't matter. These people are going to die. Like, you know, he's, he's very full of his theory. Yeah. And then the guards like, tickets, sir. Like, oh, yes, the tickets. <laughs> I have them right here. And he was going to use his magic to make the tickets. But then he accidentally made the fireworks. Now, that is a perfectly good. And then they just start brawling. Yeah. We see Loki get the green. What We did see him get, like, green energy out of his hands and shoot it, right? Yeah, he basically has, like, uh, what do they call that? Green Hadoukens that he can just do on the command. <laughs> Similar to Wanda and Agatha. Yes, correct. So with that, with Agatha's being purple and Ron, Wanda's being red, Loki's is green. So he, like, shoots one out of the window, and, he, and he's like, bye-bye. <laughs> As he's, like, falling, this, this guy's falling to his death or some shit. And, but Loki is still pretty fucked up and drunk, where he gets thrown out himself, and Sylvie has to go after him. Yeah. And this is where the little... Because uh, he had the time, he had the uh, teleporter on him. Little the remote. And he, it, it broke. It yeah, fucking he, broke. He fucking and Sylvie smashed. was pissed. She was fucking pissed. She's like, what my plan was, was years, years in the making. And you just ruined it all. And she walks away and screams and like, like an explosion goes off around her. She sits down. And Loki's like, did it help for you to scream? <laughs> yes, yes, it did. So Loki has a plan to try and get off this, off the rock. And there's a rocket that gets, uh, that, um, that tries to escape. And in the timeline, uh, Sylvie says it never makes it. It gets, you know, it gets blown up and, or it never makes it off the planet. And Loki's like, well, let's hijack it and get off the planet to get the power source we need. She's like, okay. And then this is where the big mind fuck happens for me. She explains Loki of, of the, how she gets, how she learn how she does her power. Mm-hmm. He's like, we need to know each other. We need to trust each other. And you know, if we're going to be going into combat, she tells him, she's like with that TVA agent, you know, I had for her to tell me where the timekeepers were. I had to get lock inside her memory that went back hundreds of years. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Loki's like, Wait, wait a minute. Hundreds of years? Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's like, what do you mean hundreds of years? The TVA. They're all variants, like you and me. Variants? Mobius told me that they were created by the TVA. By the time... The, the TVA created them, by the timekeepers. And she says, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I know the TVA is up to some real shady fucking shit right now. Hell Yeah. Why are they lying to all their employees? Why are they captured variants from all different timelines? Exactly. Where is Owen Wilson from? <laughs> Which Owen Wilson did they capture? Did right, they, I know. Did they capture Owen Wilson from Wedding Crashers? Yeah. Did they capture Owen Wilson oh, from Meet the Fockers? We saw uh, in the news today, we're, this is the only news thing that we're going to fucking bring up because okay. there's still a lot more to talk about with Loki, but some producer or executive is being let go and she like owns the rights to Owen Wilson saying wow. Oh yeah, apparently Owen Wilson's not going to be able to say wow. After this woman gets fired or something like that. I don't know. I was really bummed out to read that that he's not going to say wow. Yeah. 
So what the fuck is that about? I don't know. Tell that bitch to let him say wow. Yeah, let him let him let Mobius say wow, goddammit. He's only gonna say it once. Yeah, that's all we need. It's just like Steve Rogers saying, Avengers, assemble. Hell yeah. We only needed it once. Yeah. You built up to two fucking words in the past 11 years. Yeah. Just give us one. Let him fucking say wow. 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 <laughs> anyway, but yeah, wow is right. That's a total mind fuck. Hell yeah. So my question is, what's going on with the TVA? Why are they lying to everyone and mm-hmm. saying that they were created by the timekeepers? They're variants. Yeah. I totally believe Sylvie because I believe what even though her plan might not be the best, I think she's she's doing it with the best of intentions. Yeah. I think a person who's very suspicious is Renslayer. Yes, now, because I feel like she's in on it. I think so too. And especially from what you told me, you told me that Renslayer is the love interest to Kang the Conqueror. Yes, she is. And you said that there was a poster Mm-hmm. That looked a lot like Kang when Sylvie was about to go through the doors to see the timekeepers. Yes. In the poster outside of, of Renslayer's office, there is a poster that looks very similar to Kang. Even one of the timekeepers looks very similar to Kang the Conqueror. Now, I don't know if that's going to go, into, picture of Kang go into anything, <coughs> but it's just why would they do this? Why would they intentionally lie to their employees and say that they're doing this for the greater of the sacred timeline. Mm. But really what they've done is they've taken these people from their timelines. They've taken these people from their timelines and made them do their bidding. They're forced to do this. Owen Wilson probably in... There's probably a reason why he loves... uh, Mobius, why he loves jet skis. It's because in his timeline, in his proper timeline, in his normal life... He probably loved jet skis, and now he's like, I don't know why I love jet skis. I just do. It's to help the timeline. <laughs> he's being fucking brainwashed by the TVA. Yeah, or they all have been. They, oh Yeah, they've all been brainwashed. Oh, another thing. I just got this. What if Sylvie also worked for the TVA? What if she worked for the TVA, and she was able to snap out of their bullshit mind control... And she realizes what was wrong. She's like, I had a life before this. Here we go. I had a life and it was taken from me. Now, maybe I'm she gonna, was a part of the TVA and this is now, her revenge. To quote the Loki we know, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Look what I just, look what the first image that comes up on Google Images, if you type in Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. is a Photoshop picture of Loki behind Kang the Conqueror. I mean, I, I, it's very possible that we get Kang it says, in this, it in says this show. Biggest rumor, Loki will set up Kang the Conqueror in the MCU. Yeah, he really could. The other thing, and we failed to mention this, Sylvie bombed the Sacred Timeline. Thus yeah. creating a multi-branch timelines everywhere. Yes, we forgot, the, we forgot about that. And the multiverse. Yes, has officially started. Now, real quickly, in the end, Sylvie and Loki did not make it to that ship because it blew up, and it's kind of left in a cliffhanger. Everyone's fighting because they're trying to get to that rocket ship, but it blew up. But we'll get back to this, the whole multiverse. 
We all kind of thought it was going to be Wanda Maximoff. It was going to be Wanda Maximoff who was going to take care of this. It was her who was going to be the one who, who set up the multiverse. I think Sylvie just did it. I think this is where we get everything all fucked up with Spider-Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness. I think this... This is what's going to start everything. Yes. I also think the multiverse is supposed to be a thing. The multiverse is supposed to be around. And I think the quote-unquote timekeepers, like I said, have their own ulterior motives saying them dictating what is to be happening and what is to not happen. Who's to say that what this is supposed to happen and this is not supposed to happen? Who's to say that your life is full of destiny and that and that you're destined to do this? Damn, Kang the Conqueror is supposed to be fucking huge. He is huge. Like a giant. He is. He's got a lot of different alter egos Like himself. ten times the size of Hulk. Yeah, he is. He's He is huge, Kang the Conqueror. Insane, so bro. My whole thing is... I also... This is, this is another theory that I can't really take credit for. This is from uh, MT Mastertainment from New Rockstars on the YouTube channel. He said, What if the time keepers are really the time twisters? And the time twisters are variants of the time keepers themselves, who was created by He Who Remains, who was the very first... Uh, the, the originator of the time variance authority. Oh, what if crazy. what if the time twisters took over the TVA and they are the ones who've been doing this whole loop timeline make the one multiverse so they can kind of dictate what's what and this is how things are going to be and we're going to do this because we want to be here and this because we want to be here where they've trapped the timekeeper somewhere and in a point where Mobius said in the first episode of Loki, he's like, it did happen, and it happens again and again and again and again and again because that's the proper flow of time. Having time looped over and over and over again, if the timekeepers are trapped in some kind of time vortex, then of course they're not going to be able to to stop the time twisters to make sure things go back to the way they were. Shit. What you got there? So IGN posted a... Um, IGN posted like a little article about... How Endgame subtly set up the new MCU villain, Kang the Conqueror. And that it's just... I, I always, like, geek out over the art. Yeah. So, like, look at this. The picture is Kang the Conqueror standing in the middle of the picture. And then this, like, the picture is cut in half. On the left side, Captain America is holding up, like, a tarnished Tony Stark from snapping his fingers. Really? Like, out of the rubble. And then on the right side is Tony Stark holding up Captain America, Chris, uh, Chris Rogers, as if he snapped Steve his Ro- finger. Steve Rogers. Steve, sorry, Steve Rogers. I was thinking Chris Evans and Steve I Rogers. Know. Chris sorry. Rogers. Let me see. Let me see. How sick is that? That is pretty damn cool. No, wait. That's... Let, look, me, let me see that real quickly. Look, that's... No, that's that, like, but, they're different variants. You but, know what I mean? But what I'm seeing here is Iron Man is holding up... No, Iron Man's holding up a different version of Captain America. Exactly. It's like a different variant. Captain America's holding up Iron Lad. Iron Lad. That's Who's the, Iron I the, never met Iron Lad. I never Nathan, knew that. Nathaniel Nate Richards. He's also a descendant. Not only he's a relative of, Nate, of, of Reed Richards, but he also becomes a different version of Kang the Conqueror. Really? Yeah. What? Kang the Conqueror is different people. Like You think like Loki and the variants and everybody has different variants? 
This guy is like that, only he's different people. Wait like, a minute. Kang the is Conqueror this, could be you or me. Is Tony Stark holding up... Um, is Tony Stark holding up um, U.S. Agent? I don't think that's U.S. Agent. I think that might be Patriot. Isaiah yeah, Bradley. Cause, yeah, because that's not... Uh, it's That's not Captain. That's not Captain it, America. It's, it's not... You're saying it's not foul. It's not Sam Wilson. No, no, it's not Sam Wilson. I don't know who he's. But it's not. Up there. It's not. It's not Steve Rogers either. No. And who's to say if that Captain America in that picture is Steve Rogers or Bucky Barnes? Uh, but and now we're bugging. <laughs> we are bugging, because that's the thing, though, man. The great, the crazy thing about Kang is that Kang could be you and me in different life forms. That's Kang fun. could. Kang could be. Kang could be Adolf Hitler. Kang could be. Uh, he, he could be George George Washington. He could be all these different people from time as one person living in different timelines. That's a bug out picture. Yeah, right now Vinny's showing me like a blue portal of Kang walking through it. Bugging. Now, I don't know if that's supposed to be the Doctor Strange or anything. I have no fucking clue. But I have the theory that I think the multiverse is supposed to be a thing because... And Kang's suppressing it. I don't think Kang's suppressing it. I think the timekeepers are suppressing it. I think yeah. Kang... I think Kang probably will show up in this show. It's I'm not 100% sold yet. <clears throat> I think, if anything, maybe he could show up in an after credit scene. Possibly. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but what I think is that the multiverse is supposed to happen. The multiverse is supposed to be a thing. Because look what the Ancient One said to Strange. Who are you in this vast multiverse? And then she dies. Yeah. Why would she say that if it's not supposed to be the thing? Why would she say that? Hell yeah. And why would the TVA try and make one timeline and say that there's a big multiversal war and that they, that they, they created their employees? They kidnapped these people! The fact that Lady Loki exists, time to bring the whole thing full circle to our own agenda. The fact that Lady Loki exists means I'm going to see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> you think so? Full circle. I do think because what she that what she did there that is to set up the whole multiverse madness. That is mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home. When a lot of us thought it was going to be Scarlet Witch. Bug, 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 bug. Andre was actually a friend of ours, our buddy Andre Bernardo. He was texting me today. He's like, "Yo, dude, you watching Loki?" I didn't even fucking know Andre's watching the shows because I made him. Fuck yeah. I fucking made him. He's like, dude, is it any good? I'm like, dude, are you even any good? <laughs> <laughs> well, if he wants to, maybe he could come on. If he keeps up with his shit. Hell yeah. Does he listen to this? Uh, he'd be useless for Bad Batch. Eh, whatever. Yeah, but he, no, he, yeah, he listens. He's not the, I mean, he's not, I know he's not the biggest Star Wars fan. I talked to him a little while ago. He goes, ah, you know, I've seen the movies. It's not really my thing. I, I just assume because, you know. No, he's a big Marvel guy. Oh, no, I know that. I know that. I just didn't know he was watching the shows. Yeah, because I, I literally just found out today. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he'll come on. If you're, if you're listening, Andre, you got to keep up with your shit to come on the podcast. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you, buddy. Oh, oh man. But anyway, do you have any final theories of what you think the TVA or of anything with Kang or just what, what do you think of all the things we're speculating could be most likely? Because what I, I loved your theory that Sylvie being born was a mistake and she was not not just like, oh, she's a mistake. Like, oh, we fucked with a condom and now I got my wife pregnant. No, she was like, no, like the TVA is like, no, you weren't supposed to exist. Yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, it's like almost like God's plan in a way. 
Like, yeah. you know, like people just like, oh, I mean, we didn't want to have a kid, yeah. but God had other plans. And Sylvie being a Loki variant is probably like, who the fuck are you to say I'm not, a, I don't exist, I'm a god. And that would explain why she has wanted revenge this whole time. Mm-hmm. Because they've been after her this entire fucking time. Yeah. My and then Loki even jokes at it. He's just like, what, your glorious purpose? Yeah. And even with my theory, what if she was a variant for the TVA working with them? Mm-hmm. And she realized, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be here. Somehow she snapped out of it. Yeah. I think either one is possible, but honestly, I like your theory better. I like your theory better that she was not supposed to exist, and she did some snooping around, and she found out, well, they're all variants. Mm-hmm. They're not, they weren't created by them. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So, I gotta say, I am fucking loving this show. This show, I think, has been, honestly, has got me hooked and has kept me hooked better than Falcon Winter Soldier and better than WandaVision so far. Yeah. WandaVision, it was a slow burning candle to Agatha and this big fight and then Scarlet Witch becoming the Scarlet Witch and, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier is more of like, you know, uh, an Avengers-esque, Captain America-esque getting, action. Getting our Captain a, a, back. A, diff, a different type of action. I liked it and I thought it was fun, but Loki is just taking shit to a whole, whole new, different level. Whole and Rotten Tomatoes has given it 100% each each episode. So I know Rotten Tomatoes is like a paid for type thing, but fuck you. <laughs> They're still strict in their guidelines, I think. Well, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, it's 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 weird because they gave Last Jedi a very very high score. Oh yeah, totally paid for. When and they gave the and they gave Phantom Menace a very shitty score. Yeah, Phantom Menace was like the only one of those the, the prequel movies that had decent acting in it. And I credit it all to uh, Ewan McGregor and, and um, Liam well, Neeson. Here's, here's the thing. You, you look back on the on the prequels now, you, you see them in more of a of a better light these days. You know, oh, yeah, of cons- course. Considering with the Clone Wars series and all of that. And it's like, especially when you see just how bad the sequels were. It's just the movie Clone Wars and the movie Revenge of the Sith. It's just... The 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 acting is just so. I know it's not, but dude, Revenge of the Sith for me is the best of the prequels, and it's one of my. Oh, oh yeah. It's one okay. Of, and honestly, it's my second favorite Star Wars film. Really? Yes, Empire and Revenge of the Sith are my two favorite Star Wars movies. Really? I it because Revenge of the Sith, I have an emotional ties towards it because of seeing it in the theaters as a kid. It's the oh yeah, and bugging out it's, hard. It's, it's I the, remember doing it's that. It's the first Star Wars movie I ever saw in the theaters. Yeah, and. When any Star Wars fan knows this, that when you see a Star Wars movie in the theaters, it's an amazing experience. It really is. You know, even when, even though the sequel movies, you know, give or take whatever your opinions are, there's nothing like going to a movie theater and seeing Star Wars. That's right. It's an amazing, amazing experience, and that's why I love it so much. You know, and it's the first one I saw in the theaters, and I'll never forget it. But the thing with like, you know. Uh, I think another reason why Phantom Menace is so shitty, uh, Mr. John Jar Binks. Yeah, you know, I know. That, that asshole. But um, anyway, I think we may need to, I guess, wrap things up there. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you. That's ga- it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. We appreciate all of you guys coming on and tuning in this week. Thank you, thank you. Um, we had a lot of shit to talk about with you guys this week. We had to, we had to cover two episodes of Bad Batch and two episodes of Loki. We did it in a fucking hour. Yes, we are fucking loving these and shows. Cumulatively, all four of those episodes, yeah, I mean, 
three hours of runtime. I mean, we summed them all up in an hour. Yeah, absolutely. Because each episode was, lo- uh, you know, the last episode of Loki was about almost an hour. Mm-hmm. This one was like forty-five minutes or so, close to two hours. Yeah, yeah, close to two hours. Because the, the Bad Batch episodes were like twenty-five minute plus minute episodes. Yeah, so just under three hours, summed yeah. up in an hour. Yeah, hopefully, right. hopefully it was not. Anyway, I'm fucking up. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. You can follow us on Twitter at Fan Speculation, all one word. We are posting a lot of funny memes there. We're posting a lot of fun content. We're posting calls. Oh, yeah. Uh, and please be sure to be following us on Instagram at Fan Speculation underscore pod. Also posting pod. funny pod. Now, this is pod racing. <laughs> Real quickly, you know what's really funny I discovered today? There's a Star Wars podcast called Now This Is Podcasting. That's cool. That's really, really cool. Anyway, again, please be sure to be following us on Twitter at Fanspeculation and on Instagram at Fanspeculation underscore pod. Please be listening to us on your favorite spot, uh, on your favorite uh, podcast app, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, all your fun favorite podcast formats. Please be, sure, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everybody. Tell the people you don't like. Tell people you hate. Tell your neighbor <laughs> that you just can't fucking stand. His dog just keeps shitting on your lawn. Just say, hey, motherfucker. I'm going to throw this at you, and you better listen to this podcast. Boom. All right? You're lucky your dog's good looking. You don't want to pet it. I'll make you eat his shit. <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening uh, for this episode. For CJ Palmasano, Vinny Crane, we'll see you next time.